1: I want my children safe. Don't you? But are we all doing everything we can to protect them? Safety and security is priceless. Don't wait to plan and prepare until it's too late. I can't stop predators from being in this world, but I can sound the warning and pass on to you what I have learned about keeping your children and family safe. Justice Nation, Crime Stops Here! A five-episode video master series allows you to go at your own pace as world-class experts in personal safety and child protection share their knowledge, their tips, their resources, all for you. Go to crimestopshere.com for your sake and for the sake of your children and people you love and know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it go to crimestopshere.com Crime Stories with Nancy
3: Grace She was a very loving very bubbly a of sunshine She stole
4: she... the spotlight out of the room I mean she really, really did
3: As beautiful as she looks that's how her soul was very beautiful. You guys aren't giving
4: up hope. I'd just like to plea, anybody knows anything, please uh, come forward, help with the investigation. Um, No lead is too small. Um, We cannot rest uh, until we know something about our Savannah. Please (laughs) come home, Savannah, for sure. Yes,
1: please.
5: Um,
4: It's just unimaginable to tell you how It feels to lose one of yours.
1: Right. His heart was ripped out. That's her stepfather. Well, now he's charged with rape, but
0: that's not the end. Listen, according to court documents, that Tennessee teen was found behind these walls inside a closet.
4: I was shocked if you want to know the truth.
0: People in this quiet Northeast Madison neighborhood are beside themselves.
4: You hear on the news, you never think it's going to be right across the street in your house.
0: Tim Rowe, is stunned after learning investigators found a missing Tennessee girl in this house just feet away from his own. Didn't know the kid was over there, the,
4: the girl at all.
0: According to court documents, investigators found the teen inside this home on Basil Drive. When the FBI arrived, Rogers' mother opened the door. Minutes later, they found the girl inside. Julie Moeller lives across the street, too.
5: Oh, my God. Oh my God, that poor girl. I mean, it's very unnerving.
0: We knocked to see if Rogers' mother was home. (laughs) Miss Rogers? But got no answer. Neighbors are now skeptical about how much she knew.
5: I mean, here's a grown woman with this uh, young, young girl in the house, not asking any questions, not going to the police, having to have the police find them
0: a man facing years in prison, and a neighborhood shocked and wanting answers.
1: I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Rapidly developing the case of little girl Savannah Pruitt, who goes missing out of her home. They had only been living there for four weeks in Madisonville, Tennessee, moving from Lawrenceville, Georgia, so she could have more land for her animals. And then they wake up in the morning the little sister says she's gone. The window sash ripped, the screen ripped, her bed sheets taken. The father, the stepfather, who swears his heart has been ripped from him, is now charged with rape. But where's Savannah? Then, out of the blue, we find out Detective Jason Fillion, who is with us right now, is heading to Wisconsin. He brings the girl home. Now a string of arrests? I don't get it. Before I go to Detective Phil, y'all, Robin Walensky, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. What happened? Well, Nancy, detectives had a really good lead, and that is that her phone was
2: pinging in Kentucky, about 150 miles north of the house. And then, you know, the FBI joined the case, And law enforcement started looking for her, and her picture was on your website, on Crime Online, and people started seeing who this 14-year-old, extremely attractive teenager was. And people started looking for her, and the next thing you know, she turns up in wisconsin you couldn't even make this story up no you really
1: couldn't with me right now um detective jason philyaw he is with the monroe county tennessee sheriff's department and i want to speak to him now because i've got a funny feeling there's going to be a gag order put on this case and he won't be able to say another word detective philyaw i can't thank you enough for being with us to me, it was a miracle that she was found, plus so far away. Is it true that you went to Wisconsin on a plane to bring Savannah home? Yes, ma'am. And you did, in fact, bring her home, is that correct?
4: I did. We got home uh, late Saturday evening.
1: And she was she reunited with her mother?
4: Um, she's not at this time. She's uh, actually uh, with the uh, Department of Children's Services due to everything surrounding the investigation so that she can receive counseling and therapy to uh, help her kind of deal with what took place. She uh, has seen res- her.
1: To Cheryl McCollum, director of the Cold Case Research Institute, I'm going to bring in my other guest in just a moment. Cheryl, yes. that's not uncommon because if there is any allegation at all of molestation in the home by the father, the stepfather, the brother, whoever it may be, They got to look long and hard at the mom because she was there, so why didn't she do anything to stop it? Maybe she didn't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I'm not surprised Savannah is not with her mother.
5: No, that's all right, Paul, Nancy. And the detectives have done a remarkable job in this case, and what they've got right now is a parallel investigation. They're going to continue the investigation in the stepfather with the rape allegation, and now they have another separate investigation with this person that met Savannah online and essentially kidnapped her.
1: You know, I, I want to circle back to that. Detective uh, Phil, y'all, I feel like I'm drinking from the fire hydrant. There's just so much to cover. The, be- the big news is, the headline is, Savannah is alive. But then we hear the, her stepfather, who was going on and on and on about his heart being ripped out when she went missing. Mm-hmm. He's charged with rape. Now, I understand you're not going to tell me who the rape victim is, and I accept that. And I'm moving forward. Detective Philh, who in the hay are these people where she allegedly was being kept?
4: Don't know much about them at this point. Um, the authorities in Wisconsin are uh, taking that case or that end of it, and uh, the federal uh, authorities are you know doing the charging and actually, taking like I said taking that investigation well then Cheryl McCollum
1: director of the cold case research institute you said that she was lured online this is a very quiet and shy girl Savannah Pruitt rather be with her little animals and her pets so what do we understand happened Cheryl she meets
5: this guy online who's like 30 years old while they're playing a game Roblox
1: Roblox you know what that is Cheryl or your children too old you know what Roblox is
5: I mean, I know that it's an online game. I don't know what the premise of it is, but I know that's how they met and were able to communicate. And after only a week, she feels comfortable enough with this man to make an outcry that she's being sexually assaulted. So he decides, hey, I need to help her, I guess, but I need proof. So send me a video of the sexual assault, which she does. Then he travels from Wisconsin to Tennessee to pick her up. So this man, 30-something years old, travels over 1,400 miles to pick this child up. She's a child. And then keeps her at his home where he lives with his mother for three weeks. When law enforcement asked him, he denies knowing her.
1: So my understanding...
5: My understanding is she was
1: being hidden in a closet in the home. Detective Jason Filial, is that the report you received?
4: That is the report I received.
1: You know what? That scares me uh, so much. I don't know if you guys remember the name Jessica Lunsford. I always called her the girl in the pink hat. I know you remember her, Robin Walensky. Robin, uh, the girl in the pink hat, Jessica Lunsford, was in Homosassa, florida and a guy kept kept her hidden in a closet after he abducted her she ended up being buried alive okay do you remember that name jessica Lunsford?
2: yeah i do and, and it's so sad because when you think of her picture and her her smiley face and how lovely she was and she was also hidden you know uh,
1: like some sort of prisoner you know in a closet she was about the same age as savannah pruitt was she lured for purposes of sex trafficking a 14 year old little girl who cared about nothing but her pets
3: and her family states away to be hidden in a closet. Brian David Rogers is now facing a federal child exploitation charge. Specifically, he's accused of persuading a minor to engage in sexually explicit conduct in order to produce a visual depiction of that conduct and then transporting that minor across state lines. NOW TODAY WE OBTAINED A FEDERAL CRIMINAL COMPLAINT AGAINST ROGERS IN IT IT CLAIMS ROGERS TOLD THE FBI HE HAD COME INTO CONTACT WITH THE TEAM THROUGH THE ONLINE VIDEO GAME ROBLOX ROGERS CLAIMING THAT THE GIRL WHO TOLD HIM HE WAS BEING MOLESTED AT FIRST ROGERS TOLD AGENTS THE TWO HAD NEVER MET IN PERSON THEN LATER AGENTS WENT TO THE HOME WHERE ROGERS LIVED WITH HIS MOTHER THEY FOUND THE TEEN HIDING IN A CLOSET AFTER HIS ARREST THE DOCUMENTS SHOW ROGERS admitting that he told the teen to get a video of the alleged rape and admitted to driving to Tennessee to pick up the girl. Those court documents include records of chatting between the two. Rogers outlining how to get the video. The teen reluctant to get that video and pleading with Rogers for help. And a grim paragraph in the document does show that officers found a video on Rogers' computer showing an adult man apparently having sex with that teen.
1: You are hearing our friend Gabrielle Pagan at WATE reporting. It's almost too much for me to take in. Uh, to we, we have an all-star panel with us today. Detective Jason Filioff from the Monroe County, Tennessee Sheriff's Department. Cheryl McCollum, Director of the Cold Case Research Institute. Karen Smith, forensics expert. Family lawyer, Kathleen Murphy. Psychologist, Karen Stark. And joining me right now. Robin Walensky, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter and author of Beautiful Life, CSI, behind the Casey Anthony case on Amazon. Robin, uh, Roblox is a massively multiplayer game and it's online. And it's a platform that allows the users to design their own games and play all different types of games. And if you look at it, the characters look like Lego characters. It's very popular. My son has played it. Of course, I'm hanging over his shoulder the whole time. I don't know how he has a good time because I'm like, who is that? Who is that? You know who that really is? That's probably some 60-year-old man in in New Jersey claiming he's a nine-year-old. All right. Does that take the fun out of it for you, John David? Because it's taking the fun out of it for me. You don't really know exactly who you're playing with. Roblox, but it's it's a lot of fun, and kids love it. So, Robin Walensky, dummy down for me, okay? So many things have happened in the last days regarding missing 14-year-old Savannah Pruitt. So, it starts with her missing from her bedroom with the window screen slashed open. Upon questioning, I discover it was slashed most likely from the inside out. She's gone. Her cell phone's ping in Kentucky. Then... After much broadcasting, we find out she's in Wisconsin. Now, what is this business about the video, Robin? Well, the thing is that that
2: she was playing this game with this guy, and she apparently trusted him, or he gained her trust. And his thing, and she confides in him, oh, by the way, I'm being sexually assaulted by my stepfather. And he's like, yeah, right, well, let me see a video of that. I need proof. I need evidence. So at first what 14 year old you know traumatized by by the sex act to begin with is totally traumatized and is like well i'm not too sure i'm going to do this but then he insists that he needs the evidence and so sure enough she records this horrendous act on the phone as the proof
1: oh man okay detective jason philyaw monroe county tennessee sheriff's department has been on the case from the beginning Detective y'all so she vanishes in the middle of the night. That's one of the things you and I discussed. How does a girl out in the middle of a rural area in Madisonville, Tennessee, get all the way to Wisconsin? Or at that point, we didn't know where she was. How does she get to Kentucky for her phone to ping before it's turned off or goes dead? She certainly didn't walk. She didn't take an Uber or a Lyft or a cab. So who took her? that was the big question and you and your team sifted through 2000 pages of data digital data is that where you learned about rogers the guy in wisconsin yes spoken like uh, a true lawman yes we
4: uh we were able to locate some uh, of her email history and through her email history we were able to backtrack to rogers and um see where actually he had come to our area on the uh, early, early morning hours of the Mm. day that she went
1: missing. Mm. So um, I'm assuming, and you don't have to answer, I don't want you to hurt the integrity of the investigation, that you got that from texts, emails, or pings on his phone. Any of them may have been placing him in her area, and there you have it. You just have to follow the trail I know you want to answer this, Detective. Cheryl McCollum, is Rogers charged with sex exploitation? Right
5: now, he's charged with kidnapping. More charges will come. Nancy, here's the thing about this guy. He's 30 <coughs> and he's on his game, and he's able to communicate with a child and get her to confide in him something as private as molestation from a stepfather. He gets her to use an encrypted way of sending text messages he acted when he thought he could go and get her he's a predator and there will be more evidence on his computer of child pornography and other people that he has contacted he's a
2: dangerous guy
1: well bottom line to kathleen murphy family lawyer out of north carolina in order to quote get the evidence he had her submit to another rape by her stepfather in order to get the evidence because she's telling him my stepfather and I'm, I'm deducing this my stepfather is molesting me and he's like really prove it in order to prove it she has to submit to another rape and video it now his argument is going to be well, I wanted the evidence. Well, my question is, as soon as he got the girl out of the home, as soon as he got the video, why didn't he go straight to police? Why did he hide her in his closet, Kathleen Murphy?
2: Not only did he not go straight to the police, Nancy, after he enjoyed watching that video because he's a sicko, his excuse was, I did not think the police would believe me. What, he
1: what, didn't what, think what? the police
2: he... would believe him.
1: Cheryl McCollum, hello? Did you know that's what Nancy? his excuse was? I didn't think police would be- You know what I would have given in gold if I'd had it when I was a prosecutor to have a video of anything? We never had videos of anything. This was on never. video. Yep. And, Nancy,
5: not only did he not go to the police, he didn't go to a doctor. He didn't go to a social worker. He didn't go to a friend. He didn't call your show and ask for advice. He did not try to help her in any way. He wasn't helping her. He was grooming her.
1: To Detective Jason Filial with the Monroe County, Tennessee Sheriff's Department. Detective, is he charged with sex assault on Savannah?
4: Um, The Rogers individual? Yes. Not at this time, because at this time we don't have any evidence Mm -hmm. to support that.
1: Detective, have all of his computers and devices now been seized by the feds? Yes. Do you believe there's a possibility he was looking at other child porn as well and soliciting it from other children?
4: Oh, I believe that there's definitely a possibility of that.
1: A possibility? And again, there's of course? definitely more to this. Go ahead.
4: There, there's more to this story than we found out so far on his end.
1: Man, you're not kidding. Or and again, let me just say he's innocent until proven guilty, and all of this is just allegations until it's proven in a court of law. And Detective Filial is not commenting in any way on the evidence. So, to Cheryl McCollum, what do you expect we're going to find uh, in Mr. David Rogers' computer? Child porn. Child
5: porn, child porn. And I'll tell you something else, Nancy. They've got to make sure that the video she sent him, he had not distributed. I have a real feeling that he was doing that deliberately.
1: Hi, Nancy Grace here. Have you ever Googled yourself, your neighbors, somebody at work, a crush? 57% 57% of Americans admit to keeping an eye on their own online reputation. 46 admit to using the Internet to look up somebody from their past. But Google and Facebook, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to finding personal information. There's an innovative new website called Truthfinder. It's now revealing the full scoop on millions of Americans. Truthfinder can search through hundreds of millions of public records in a matter of minutes. Truthfinder members can literally begin searching in seconds for sensitive data like criminal, traffic, arrest records. Before you bring someone new into your life and around the people you care for, your children, consider using Truthfinder. What you find may astound you. Go to Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy right away to start searching. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy find the truth. Crime stories with Nancy Grace.
6: According to the criminal complaint, Rogers had been speaking with that teenager for weeks through an online game, Facebook and an encrypted messaging app. She told him that her adopted father had been sexually assaulting her for years. Before he went to pick her up, the criminal complaint says Rogers asked the girl to make a video of the sexual assault and send it to him. Prosecutors say the teen recorded her father sexually assaulting her and emailed it to him. This afternoon, Rogers appeared before a federal judge on charges of producing child pornography. The prosecutor says she's considering a second charge of illegally taking the teen across state lines and says she'll make a decision before he faces a grand jury later this month. Because of the weight, the defense can ask to hear the evidence against him at a probable cause hearing later this week. His attorney refused to answer this and many other questions about how Rogers and his family are responding to this charge. Have you made a decision yet on whether or not you'll have a probable cause hearing? His next court appearance will be this Thursday where he'll have a detention hearing as well as that possible probable cause hearing. He isn't expected to appear before a grand jury until the 20th. That's when they'll decide whether or not there is enough evidence for this case to move forward. You were
1: hearing WKOW reporter Michelle Alfini earlier. KOW reporter Hunter Signs, as they're reporting on the very latest in the disappearance and the discovery of a 14-year-old girl. Turns out she's been playing Roblox online with some guy. I bet she didn't know how old he was up in his 30s. She confides to him her stepfather is molesting her. He says, prove it, send me a video. She reluctantly does that. He comes all the way, 11-hour drive each way, to Tennessee, gets her in the dead of night, takes her out of the home. She's found hiding in a, or hidden, in a closet in Wisconsin. David Rogers is the guy on Roblox. has lived with his mother. And, and remember, the stepfather was saying things like, um... It's like having my soul ripped out of my body that she's gone. You can't think, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't rest. Life has just ceased for us since she left. Those are a few of the statements that he made. My big question to you, Detective Jason Filial joining us, who went and brought Savannah home from Wisconsin. The stepdad is behind bars, Randall Pruitt. Is the mother visiting him?
4: No, we haven't. She hasn't been up here since the uh, day of the arrest.
1: Is she cooperating? No, we haven't seen her. Is she cooperating with the investigation?
4: Uh, At at this time, she is.
1: You know, I'm very uh, curious, Cheryl McCollum, because of all the cases I ever prosecuted, I never had a single mother side with the child. And all those, so many cases... In the thousands, I cannot even count them. Never once did the mother believe the child. Never, Cheryl. Nancy, this mom
5: has got some questions she needs to answer for law enforcement, obviously. She's got other children, but this child was the only one homeschooled. Why? This child obviously was being harmed inside the home. If she didn't know it, how did she miss it? Those are things she's got to be able to answer. The other thing for me, Nancy, is when the mother was making her outcry on TV, she would go back and forth with, you know, past tense. And it seems like to me, she believed this child could have been harmed to the point she was killed. Why would she believe that while this child was still missing to refer to her in past tense? So law enforcement has got to take a lot of care with her, but. Get to the bottom of what she knew and when she knew it.
1: I want to get back to David Rogers, the 30 plus year old uh, on Roblox in Wisconsin, Detective Jason Filia. What exactly is he charged with right now?
4: Uh, Don, uh, Don Rogers is uh, charged with kidnapping at this point and I believe receiving uh, child pornography.
1: So, my question would be uh, to you, Karen Stark, psychologist, mm-hmm. joining me at KarenStark.com. He is going to be arguing. He was just saving her from a horrible situation where she was being molested at home. But, Karen, how could he explain that he kept her in a closet and didn't call police? Well, how
5: does he explain that he had her
1: make a video
5: to prove that this was really going on, Nancy? I mean, think about that, the fact that the guy who was a rescuer, a white knight, actually abducted her and had her make a video, of a sexual video, and who knows what he did with it. So we can't believe anything that this guy had to say. It's
1: just a horrific story. And what about the mother that was there with the 30-year-old son laid up on roadblocks? You know, right there, Kathleen Murphy, I got a problem with a grown man playing roadblocks. I mean, if I walked in Me after working, working like a dog, you know, cleaning, doing laundry, holding down multiple jobs, taking care of the twins, and I walk in and my husband's propped up on... Fortnite and roblox oh, oh oh no uh-uh no Mm-mm. no we did it <laughs> you know that was a red flag for me
2: when i first heard the story that they met playing roadblocks i could understand uh older guy playing something that would be similar to um what's uh another game that that I know my
1: son in law plays,
2: but Roadblocks is so
1: childlike. Well, it's wait, like leggings. Like well, like, are legas. you telling me that your son in law is online playing kids' games and you think that's okay? I'm not judging, no, I'm just
2: asking he plays the adult male kind of games, like, um, uh, what is the, uh, the army game?
1: The... Okay, well, no. in some circles. <laughs> That would be considered unusual for a grown man to be playing. What are you talking about? Call of Duty? Something like that? Okay. Call I'm, of Duty. I'm, Thank I'm you not very judging, much. but I would advise him to get off his keister and get a second job if he's got time to play Call of Duty. I but did. that's a whole nother can Trust. of worms. Okay. So I'll I just.
2: That's the quiet mother in law, Nancy.
1: <laughs> that's the best kind. Do you know in all the years <laughs> I have been married or with David Lynch, his mother or father and I never had one cross word. Ever, ever. Now, that is kind of mother-in-law you want. Now, (laughs) off your son-in-law on the call of duty and back to this. I don't even, what was my question? It's it's a juvenile game. It's a juvenile childlike game.
2: Leads me to believe that he is the predator. He is grooming. He clearly is grooming. He clearly is a predator being on roadblocks. If, that, if somebody doesn't know what roadblocks is, again, it's you just do like know it's Lego not
1: R O A D B L O C K S. It's not like a roadblock. It's R O B L O X. Exactly. Roblox. Don't ask me. Yeah, I didn't it's like create... robots. Yeah, Roblox. That that's yes, yes. So okay, I want to go back to you, Detective Jason all Special guest joining us out of Monroe County, Tennessee Sheriff's Department. He actually flew up to Wisconsin and brought Savannah home. Savannah's in protective custody right now with the state. She has seen her mother. She's not back in the home with her mother. Detective, what about the other children in the home? Are they still with the mother? Have they all been removed?
4: They're all together. All the, all the children are together right now.
1: Are they with They're the mother? Not with the mother. Well, that's the way no. it's got. That's the way it's just got to be. There's just no two ways about that. To Robin Walensky, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, is there any evidence this Wisconsin 30-year-old on Roblox sent that video to anybody? Because that's dissemination right there. That's a crime.
2: At this point, Nancy, we don't know. But let me just say this about this guy: He's 31 years old, and he is living in his mommy's basement. And he is enabled to the point of being a child, and that's why he's playing a child's game. But it's not a child's game when you add insult to injury and take this 14-year-old. You know the expression adding insult to injury? This redefines that expression. He is no longer a child when he goes and drives all that way to get this girl and to make her do that sex act again to get the video now you're talking about the adult mind but he is enabled living in mommy's basement oh and by the way how was this girl fed in the home i mean it's not a big house and and so his enabling mother the 31 year old's mother she didn't know that there was a 14 year old girl in her basement in being hidden in the closet Come on
4: now. Where
6: specifically was
5: she found? In a house, outside?
4: She, she was, she's family in residence in Wisconsin. Um, and that's basically all I can say.
3: Any relation to the person that owns this house or in this house? At,
4: at this time, we don't believe there's any relationships to this person.
3: Can you say who those the, the rape charge that happened today? Can you confirm who that rape charge? was involved in that, if she was the
4: victim in that? would be the victim in that um, with her adopted father. She is safe. She is in custody. Um, so that's a that's a very good ending to this as far as we're concerned.
1: You are hearing right there the Monroe County Sheriff Police Department. That was Sheriff Tommy Jones speaking. With us, his representative, Detective Jason Filiaw, to... Special guest with us, Detective Phil Yall and Karen Smith, forensics expert. We're hearing a lot of evidence regarding emailing, um, Roblox, sending videos. But we also know that this guy in Wisconsin, David Rogers, had her send this all encrypted. What 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 does that mean to you, Karen Smith?
2: Well, I don't know what messaging app they were using, if it was Snapchat or something like that, that automatically deletes these messages or automatically encrypts them. But that tells me this guy, Rogers, has a criminal mind. You know, color me so shocked when I found out he was living in mommy's basement. But it also tells me that he has a criminal mind. If you have the foresight to tell a young child to use an encrypted messaging app so that nothing that you say can be found later, or at least he thought so. Law enforcement, kudos to you for unencrypting that data. That tells me that he was planning this. He was cunning enough to know to do that, and law enforcement had to do that deep dive into his data, and they found exactly what they needed.
1: This is also what we know. According to um, an released by law enforcement rogers charged in u.s district court in madison with knowingly persuading a minor to engage in a sex act for the purpose of producing a visual depiction i'm reading directly from the law enforcement speak that's why it sounds so funny bottom line he convinced her to do a sex act and video it has he sent it has he disseminated it to others how many times has he watched it we also know that he goes to Tennessee, takes her to Wisconsin. The prosecuting attorney noted that more charges could be added when the case is taken to the grand jury, including, listen to this, transporting the minor to engage in criminal sex activity. That tells me, Robin Walensky, that he took her in order to engage in sex with the minor now that's an allegation it has not been proved but that's what the law enforcement release said he he did not come all those
2: hours all that way to get this girl in the middle of the night in the wee hours to take her back to his house to meet his mother and bake cookies
1: let's just say that and you know detective jason filial I, i asked you point blank when we first learned about an explicit video or photo, where did it come from? Because in my mind, you know, I thought, did the stepfather record that? And I believe it was you told me, somebody told me, or I learned some way through a source, it was on her phone. And that didn't make sense to me. And, and I was trying to figure out how that happened. Now we know that according to the state, it was under the tutelage of this Wisconsin 30-year-old living with his mommy playing Roblox, told her to do it. We know she went missing. She was found. She was brought home by Detective Filial. Detective Filial, what was it like on that plane? Let me, let me back it up. What was it like when you first saw her alive?
4: When I first uh, saw her, uh, she was actually in good spirits. She ran up and gave me a hug. She recognized me because she had uh, actually been had, been had been keeping up with the media coverage. And uh, she ran up and gave me a big hug and uh, very talkative. Very positive outlook for everything that she's gone through. I'm, you know, I keep telling everybody she's an awesome kid. I'm very impressed. Uh, my sheriff actually said that when she turns 18, he'd like to offer a job.
1: <laughs> Man, isn't that it's the a, truth? A, so she could see the coverage of her disappearance, right? Yes. Detective Filio, how did you guys figure out she was in Wisconsin?
4: The uh, the email and uh, conversation exchange between her
1: uh-huh. and, Uh
4: huh. Mr. Rogers, and we were able to backtrack, the, you know, his cellular data, and it was through his cellular Brilliant. data that we were able to uh, inform those
1: Brilliant. So, Detective Jason Filia, you find her, she comes up, gives you a big hug, and you're on the plane with her. Did she want to go back in the home with her mom?
4: Didn't really, didn't really discuss it. I mean, didn't really come up. She, uh, talked about her, uh, brothers, her brother and her sisters a lot, and, uh, you know, just really, just a lot of, just a lot of chit chat. Never really brought up going back to mom, wanting to know where she was going to go, you know, what was going to happen. we got home, um, told her that we were going to, I was going to introduce her to some people. That was myself and a uh, high patrol officer that's assigned to the Joint Terrorism Task Force, the FBI, who actually went with me, and a, uh, you know, a uh, designee from the Department of Children's Services. And uh, so, you know, she basically spent, a lot of time with us you know like all the time with us but she was just you know just talkative and she was pretty positive um she uh, she asked where she was going to go we told her she was going to a to a house with another family to be with her siblings and she was excited about seeing her siblings um but didn't really didn't really discuss her mom that much
1: you become a little bit of a hero and all the ladies want to meet you so just you don't need to tell your wife that but just warning <laughs>
4: Oh, no, <laughs> no but it wasn't just me. I mean, I had a team of about eight, eight or nine individuals that worked on this thing around the clock for about about four or five days. And uh, I mean, if, if it wasn't for for those guys doing what they did, we would have never broke this case. We'd still be looking.
1: All oh, I know is she is safe and sound now, and we are waiting for the evidence to unfold. I guarantee, my guess is they will not have a preliminary hearing, Kathleen Murphy, because then that would be putting a state's witness up on the stand and a lot of this evidence would come out public before trial. If I were the defense attorney, which thank I God I'm you. not, I'd take a grand jury indictment and keep my app shut. That's what's going to happen, Nancy. You're absolutely right. And I think to, to court favor
2: with the courts and to court favor with law enforcement He's going to try to put on a big show. Well, I'm not
1: going to make this child testify against me at a preliminary hearing. Well, I got it. He news for him. Score him some points. You have a little girl commit yep. another sex act with her stepfather on video. Uh, I don't know how he's going to mm. get any favor with anybody, but that's his can of worms, not he's mine. He's obviously a warped thinker. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend.